0: Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish-tech-news. Today's
1: Irish Tech News Podcast is presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard, And you can follow me on Twitter at TECDR.
0: And now, a word from our sponsor, Agorapulse. We know how hard it is to juggle all the things in your business. Accounts, meetings, the never-ending inbox. That's why we've teamed up with Agorapulse to give you more than five hours back a week when it comes to managing your social media marketing. No complicated Excel docs, long emails, or millions of open tabs. Simply manage all your social media channels in one place. Go to www.agorapulse.com forward slash irishtechnews to get one month free. Now all you have to do is figure out how you want to spend those spare five hours. Hi, welcome to
1: this Irish Tech News podcast. Today I am talking with Seamus Dunn, Irish MDU of Interaction. How are you doing, Seamus?
2: I'm very good, Ronan. Good to meet you. Likewise.
1: Now, I know that you guys are in today's centre, so tell me more about exactly what you guys do. Um well,
2: interaction part of a digital reality company is we've got eight data centers ringed around Dublin. Yeah. Um, and we look and we, we build it into a campus
1: yeah.
2: that's all linked through Metro Fibre. Um, so our connectivity solutions to both the cloud and with carriers is, is the core strategy. Um, so we're the biggest co-location data center provider, but we look at ourselves as hubs for interconnectivity. Yeah, that, That's really how we look at it. So we're like a trading hub. So we have three types of customers. We break it down by three. One, we have, we you know, we were talking about AWS before. Yeah. So they, for example, are one of our biggest customers. Yeah. Um, and all of the, the SaaS providers, the infrastructure as a service, as well as the SaaS providers are all customers so that's one group yeah and the second group is carriers so uh, national and global carriers are our customers in the data center as well as subsea cables and CDNs so we've re- we've pretty much all of them mobile local global uh, as well as subsea cables and CDNs from around the world so that's a connectivity segment so yeah. those two are the basis and then what we do is we talk to what we call enterprises in any vertical. It could be financial services and banking, pharmaceutical, whatever, retail. Um, so, for example, a number of e-commerce platforms run their European operations out of our data centers in Dublin. You know, But what we do then is interconnect all of them with each other. So they do business through our hub. Um, so I, that's that's the quick version of, of what we do. Um we, we, we're also very focused on where the cloud is evolving to, yeah. and we're kind of the hub of a hybrid IT. So you create the connections for whatever workloads you want to keep private, and how will you connect them to public clouds
1: to put other workloads in there. So that's that's the conversation I'm having all the time. Yeah, And how, is it is cl-
2: yeah, and how
1: has the cloud changed since the pandemic hit?
2: pandemic has completely accelerated the desire to go to cloud. Yeah. And there's some people are having to delay implementation, but it's accelerated. Here's the way I talk about it. So, you know, the start in the 80s, was kind of cloud was a novelty and you're kind of awakening to what you could do with the cloud and it was about moving from CapEx to OPEx and that yeah. sort of thing. The last decade we've just left was the focus was IT transformation. You know, operationalizing the cloud, moving workloads to the cloud, or for some businesses, being cloud native as they started up. When I look to the next decade, which is going to accelerate, it's about industry transformation um, and a lot of enablement of business models around, you know, stuff you've heard like IoT, uh, edge computing, 5G is going to enable it even faster, and... Uh, machine learning, artificial intelligence. So it's going to be more about transformation of industries than it is about IT transformation. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that helps, but that, that's what I, we're definitely seeing. And hybrid, this concept of hybrid or multi-cloud is is the reality now. You know, a lot of folks would feel like, eventually I'm going to move 100% of all my IT will be in the cloud. Well, that's a lot of it will, and that will accelerate, but there'll be a lot of Trading between multiple clouds, and that's where we see our future is yeah. where the hub to keep what you want private and to connect to multiple clouds, be it SaaS or PaaS or infrastructure as a service. So it's almost like you couldn't actually do what's going to happen in the future without a carrier-rich, high-connectivity data center hub yeah. to do it in. So that's what we see our future.
1: Well, I'm thinking about 34 years ago when we were new computing. You had to work. You had basically dumb terminals that were linked to a mainframe. And now I'm thinking the mainframe is the cloud. We're we'll going back to that, and, and the dumb terminal is your computer. And because we're now doing more remote, remote working, we're relying more on the cloud than ever before to do this.
2: I, I completely agree. I think I completely agree. Except that when when we say the cloud, there's multiple versions of what that is. Yeah, I do know? agree.
1: Yeah, there is. But isn't it, it's interesting seeing that because you got more guys are, are going uh, sas and past because of this, and they're realising that. No matter where you are, if you can access it via cloud only, it means that you're guaranteeing if you're a remote worker, it's more secure because you're accessing it somewhere else and not anything stored on your own computer search, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I, the network
2: and what you can do to make it more secure and all that. So a lot of our customers, the conversation, they, enterprise businesses that run IT systems, be it banking or pharma or whatever, they... The conversation we are having with them maybe five years ago was providing the space and the power and all that. Now the conversation is all about what will my network look like? Yeah, it's almost like that's that's the lead conversation. What's the network like? What carriers do you have? How can you make it more safe and secure? And so we we're a hub to connect you to to the cloud safely and securely from your private infrastructure, but also through the carriers that will bring it out to your employees or customers or, yeah. you know, your your, your, your clients. Um, so that that's the way we look at the it. so trading hub. Um, you know, both are important. The connectivity you get within the data center to clouds yeah, and then the carriers that will bring it out to your, your customers, partners and staff.
1: I remember about a year or so ago, people were telling me that their boss told them, we can't work remotely, it's possible. And suddenly they've done it and it can be done. It is it's the world is away and now we're seeing has been done. I think you guys are gonna see an increase in usage because of
2: that. We we already are, Ronald. Yeah. It's it's massive. And you know, not just in Ireland, we've seen building network capacity because of remote work working all over Europe. Yeah. I mean it's 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 a phenomenon and it, it's not going backwards. <laughs> it's it's uh, I think this, this concepts of anything that's hybrid. A lot of the conversation, I think, for remote working is switching to... It, it's hybrid. It's a matter of balance about how much remotely and when do you need to actually meet people. Yeah. As I, I think for the conversation we were having earlier, it's tough going on an individual basis yeah. with COVID. It's also tough going on a professional basis. So, the remote working is going great for us, but you still got to meet people. You know, eventually people need to know and trust each other and socialise a little bit. Like, I love to be taking my staff out for a dinner just to know each other a bit better and catch up. But, you know, we have to do it over Zoom. Our Christmas party was over Zoom, by the way.
1: Yeah. Our sick sick news, two years ago, where we decided we'll have a Christmas party in January when it's it's quiet. And then when January started, uh, people couldn't get together. We thought, we'll do it in February. And then we realised COVID's coming in Forget about it. And then since then we've been using a lot of stuff like Slack to, to chat with each other every day what's going on and keep ourselves yeah. using it a lot more than before. I and mean, we every day we say, Oh yeah, podcasts are doing well. This is doing well or because suddenly we he wants to he's up for an interview, he wants to do it, or we'd ask uh, I've got something in mind mind for an interview or an article, what do you think? Is it worth doing or not? And we 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 all that and uh tools like Slack have come into their own now, like Zoom has. Yeah,
2: yeah. I haven't used it myself, but I hear the same story.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, for us with Zoom, I'm thinking if you are somebody invested in Zoom right now, you're going to be multi millionaire because this time last year, Zoom wasn't as known as it is now.
2: No, absolutely not. And it's amazing how people have to learn fairly fast, yeah. build up their like computer skills, and use it. What I love about Zoom, by the way, is the breakout rooms. Yeah. Um you know, we've done that, a big group gets together, then you break out to a smaller group, then you come back together and, you know, what, what, like both even personally with the family, we do that a little bit and, uh, you know, break out with the, the, with the, with the nieces and nephews, they break out and we break out, we come back together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, on a social dynamic for both, in both our personal and our professional lives, it's really important to be proactive about checking in on people. Yeah. Not just on the work, but how they're doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I there's one of the guys, and you know he's under pressure. There was a lot of work, and I, I called him up to just check how he was doing. And he told me that his his wife he's two young kids. Uh, one of them is like in primary school, and his kid had to go to the hospital for a minor procedure. But yeah. still, he was at home on his own, busy with work, having to homeschool, having to look after the kid. Yeah, you know, very tough time yeah. for him, you know. And but what he loved was just. Acknowledgement of I know that's a struggle for me, you know. We like I couldn't fix it for him, but just to acknowledge and kind of take the pressure off him with his work life so he can manage, you know, that it's really important to keep doing that. Yeah, but you've got to be proactive, you know.
1: Yeah, for me, I found that whenever, whenever I'm doing this, I found that the products we use in the past like I used to use a lot of Skype, it's not because it's in place by teams and other things. So I used to do use a lot of podcasts with Skype, I really need people all around the world, and Skype would be a go to. But since uh, last year, I've had to use Skype. I haven't used Skype in about maybe 10 months. And then i also using yeah. Teams or I'm using uh, Google Hangouts or probably Zoom. And it, and these yeah. things have come into the round. And then the thing for me is, they're, they're, they're a lot more reliable, uh, reliable than Skype. They work very well and they're cheaper as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're cost effective. They're mass movements, to yeah. be honest. yeah, It's interesting. I don't know if you're looking. Of what companies are being used more so, like GameStop and some of the gaming, yeah, it's not through the roof. Because <laughs> what can people do with their their spare time? Like I was chatting to some of my some of my colleagues in in various countries yeah. before we, we got on this call, and you know, I was saying, I'm oh, so busy. I'm looking forward to the weekend, but when you get to the weekend, it's like I I I I have a struggle to get people to switch off. Yeah. You know, because you're not your work is your home now, and how do you create a delineation? To say, I'm not at work now; I'm at home. Yeah. And you've got to be very deliberate and plan for that. But in it, but it's what I'm seeing with my own son, who's in secondary school, is his his way of finishing school is he goes and plays on his Xbox or his PlayStation, yeah. or you know, and that's his, his. and then he plays online with his with his buddies yeah. who he didn't get to see because he, they're not in school.
1: You know, for me, it used to be the case of I work for wherever there's Wi-Fi. So in the past, when I know pandemic, I'd be i be go across to my local pub once a week for lunch, and have lunch there. And then after that, I spend two hours working working there in the pub with the, on the Wi-Fi to get a, get out of, of my apartment. And nowadays, I'm not doing that. I'm working from home, and I'm used to work from home because I've done it for ages. So since before the pandemic, so it's not too bad. But when when I switch off, the first thing I do is I sit early. With, I just basically. Don't respond to emails or anything else, and I just basically put on my Xbox or just put on the watch and box sets. I get that out of it, and then when I get a beep telling me you got a message coming through, like a an email or something else, I look at it on my watch or looking at it on, my, on my phone, and then I, I decide, is it worth responding to now, or can I wait till later? Do I want some more me time, or well, what do I want? And I go ahead and do that. But because I work from home, it, it's kind of it's not as is. As, as stressful because I'm used to it, but to others it is because they're living with somebody else. I live alone, which is great. So yeah. you live alone, you've got no queues for the bathroom, no queues for the kitchen or anything else, and no rise yeah. of TV. So if I want to work till two in the morning, I can do that, and I'm not I'm, I'm disturbing nobody.
2: One of the things I'm thinking about, Ronan is I hope that this lockdown ends sooner rather than later, <coughs> and. Uh, <coughs> Yeah, you know, let's all hope it does. Yeah, and when you what 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 is definitely
1: true is it won't be back back to normal. No, it, it won't. Be, yeah, what does back to normal mean? Yeah, it'll be a hybrid <laughs> work model. You work from home and work.
2: And I think we're going to have a lot of experiences around us that change. Obviously, Zoom, like we've said, and yeah. that way of connecting. A couple of the other things. I'm talking to a lot of banks. They're they're customers of ours, and they locate a lot of their IT with us. And they're. You're, you, you probably saw this project Sync. It, it's like Revolut has become so popular yeah. as a banking system in in Ireland. Yeah. And uh, you know, my, my kids and I all all use this If you know, for various reasons, banking has to evolve and change. And there, this pandemic yeah. is great making a plan faster for how to change and have something that's more of an online app based experience. Yeah. So they all have apps, but they're not really creating the same experience that faster competitors that go born in the cloud are. Yeah. And banking is just one. When I think all this sustainability stuff and electric cars, I just bought myself a hybrid, um, but you know, maybe we'd all be full electric. When you think of Tesla, yeah. that's 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 an IoT platform yeah. as much as it is a car. Yeah, And it's all about data transfer. And then that's even before you get into the autonomous driving and all that. So all of that, and now and we've we, uh, guys have for, from the UK actually have launched their IoT platform with a set of mobile carriers based on five G. Yeah. In a data set, It's going to create sensors everywhere and data. So all of that has been accelerated because it is the, the, the plans for it are all accelerated. Yeah. So the life experience that we see is all going to be if every company is digital. There's no business
1: that won't be digital. Well, I look at it right now. Every company in the world is a tech company. I look at McDonald's. You go in there and you buy your food. You have to go and you touch screen. So they're tech company selling burgers. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Anywhere you go, and if you go to a shop and you buy a product and you you you're you're paying with your phone or your watch, that's technology. You're tech company selling books. And All it is is instead of having a of having a a a, a book purchase online. It's so you can feel and see and touch it, but you're still paying yeah. And Most people who are shopping now, very few are using cash anymore because they're afraid if they handle the cash, has it got COVID or, or what's on it? Yeah. So they're now using their uh, roughly whatever it is to do this. And the only you spoke about, about this new four banks getting together to do the technology, that's actually been turned down by the, by the uh, albums in Ireland. They said, no, yeah. you, you can't do that.
2: Anti-competitive. anti it Shows they need and desire to do it, though they yeah. have to do something. so. They they'll have to come up with another solution. It's not like
1: and the same with uh, with crypto. I want to see a bank openly adopt a cryptocurrency or say legal tender.
2: Revolut have
1: Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about um, a main high street bank that has done that. Yeah, and I know that in in, in Japan right now, cryptocurrency is seen as legal, as legal tender, it can be used, and also yeah. if a, if a Swiss bank decides. Switzerland decides crypto is legal, everyone else will follow, because Switzerland is, is the uh, world of banking. So once they've done this, others will follow suit. But uh, I'm thinking we should do that, and other companies should be following suit, and they're lacking behind until it's too late.
2: So here's the other thing I'd say on cryptocurrencies. If you take something like Bitcoin, yeah. it's based on blockchain technology. Yeah. So blockchain technology has far more applications than just uh, currency. Oh, I know. And You're going to see what we're going to see is blockchains transform supply chains. The other thing that's going to happen in a supply chain mode is a lot of near shoring and onshoring. Yeah, so China won't be the factory of the world going forward again. So the whole supply chain concept will change, and blockchain will, will completely transform how supply chains are managed in the future. And if that's such a wide adoption, then it just makes sense to use cryptocurrency with based on that technology as legal tender. Uh, so I, I agree with you, and I think it's an even bigger picture and
1: story. Well, for me, the biggest thing about blockchain is smart contracts and how they're never been used for, used for insurance purposes. If you've got somebody and they've got a building, and this building is near a flood zone, what it does is a smart contract is set up with the IT devices. So the contract might say, the first four centimetres of rain is covered by insurance, the rest isn't. So the IT centres right. will, will kick in, and they'll tell the insurance company, They've breached four centimetres of rain. This is the way you pay. Any damage after that, you now know it's, it's, it's out of your remit. You don't pay it. And that, to me, is game-changing. Well, that's exactly what I meant when yeah. I talked about it. It's referring to how that will affect supply chains. But I couldn't agree with you more smart contracts. That's it's the future. Because everyone in the past was thinking blockchain, basically. Bitcoin goes, no, it's not. It powers Bitcoin. But it's more than just that. I so yes, without blockchain like, you can't get bitcoin but a blockchain its like lego it can use so many different ways and it's how you yeah. put blocks together and once you've got together what it can do it can change the world if used properly i you know
2: that it's an example of what we said the cloud will become later yeah there's you're going accelerating what we just discussed with blockchain with iot and how that will interact with blockchain with machine learning and automation
0: and artificial intelligence All these things that were talked about and conceptual,
2: but were kind of out there because IT needed to transform, they're all going to come in near the next couple of years. That's what we're going to see. And our life experience after this lockdown (laughs) is going to... uh,
1: Funny thing is earlier you were talking talking about GameStop. Did you hear a story about their their stock increasing in price? 130%
2: yesterday. It was to do with
1: basically people on Reddit. They wanted to short the stock because they wanted certain investors not to do well. And the thing is, normally this kind of stuff that you would do on a normal, a normal day with that pandemic, it could be easily done. But they've used the power of the internet and, and the cloud to go ahead and, and talk about this, we're going to do this, so that they were shortening the stock and increasing it, and just serves them right. And that shows that even in the pandemic, we're still trying to live our normal lives.
2: You know, I, I have a shelf of book, business books I've read over the years, and are, people have
0: recommended to me. And it's interesting to just go look back on them yeah. and see who predicted what.
2: Um, I don't know if you've ever read the 2 Chain Manifesto. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's about how the conversation will start. And What you just described with Reddit,
1: yeah.
2: as, as a, with GameStop, is exactly what that book predicted 10 years ago yeah. or whenever it came out. You know? And other ones, another book I read was Communities Dominate Brands. Yeah. it's all about a conversation so in your business it's all about having, having a conversation um, you know with your customers and partners and so on so the way of doing business some people predicted it 10 years ago and, it, and it's here and it'll evolve even further um, that story with Reddit and GameStops is it's crazy but it's it's the power of the internet and what can happen
1: yeah and it shows basically what's next because if they can do that anybody's fair game totally and yeah with the pandemic right now, you're going to see a scenario where the signal might decide if, if they're not a fan of a certain cloud provider, they might hammer their bandwidth by just non stop streaming. Anything's possible. That's a good point. It, it's kind of scary seeing that. <laughs> Take it, it up. It would be a new, DD, new DDoS attack. Why are we all, all, at the same time, a certain time, all streamed a certain movie? And maybe it could be three hours long, but all do it at the same time. And we do it at certain places around the world, so New York, London, wherever you are, Paris, whatever, we all do this and hammer them and make, make their balance. Because years ago when you're using the cloud, it was done in per instance. That's gone now. Yeah. <coughs> so they can Because I remember years ago doing a cloud course and we had, we had to deploy to the cloud. And we were told, yeah, it's not that. It's getting very cheap. And then we were told, actually, it's per instance. That was with Azure years ago, per instance that's changed now, but back then, I remember that, and one could go, yep. 50 dollars uh, uh, f- uh, bill, for one instance, because of that, that's, and, but times have changed, but now you can see people doing that, and are using the cloud more, in a good way, and a bad way. Yeah,
2: well, I, well, I couldn't agree with you more, and, um, you know, the, 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 the thing I think though, is the cloud is an enabler of something, yeah. and that's the conversation, going to be about, more and more going forward, and I know we have a lot of partnerships with what I generally call IT OEMs, the infrastructure providers like Hewlett Packard Enterprise, uh, the software providers, you know, that build IT stacks. Yeah. And they are all pivoting to deliver cloud experiences, not just sell you infrastructure. And, um, you know, so this, this whole idea of multi-cloud, that can be directly into a SaaS provider, or directed into Azure and AWS or Google, but also private cloud experiences that deliver the same sort of economic model and management model and operating model, but that you keep more privately if 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 you're concerned with data residency and uh, etc. But all those traditional providers like IBM and they're, they're all pivoting, is, and, it, and it's all under the banner yeah. of the cloud.
1: The well, thing is, ten years ago, the cloud wasn't really what it is now because people didn't didn't know what it was and yeah. It, nobody yet, we had smartphones. They weren't what they are now. And I remember a conversation down in somewhere like Carrier Galway. There was county councilors talking about Clacky Pete newest thing. He says, Sure, aren't we lucky? We always have clouds in, 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 over our county. We're going to do well with this. They didn't know what it was. And at that time, not very many had a smartphone. They were using like, uh, dumb phones. But now everyone's got a smartphone, so they're used to using the clouds. So once you've adopted that, everyone's using it. It's easy to sell somebody a cloud service because they're already yeah. using it.
2: Yeah, they have experienced, but they know how to deal with this and, and it. And it is a good solution.
1: <laughs> and it's like basically, if you're right now buying a car or, or a new camera, in the long term, what's going to be is you're going to have the same car body itself, but they're going to be updating the uh, how it works over, over the cloud. It's going to be great seeing them.
2: That. That's... You know, do you not, have you ever heard that expression? The future's already here. Yep. It's just not evenly distributed. Um, I, I don't know whose quote that is, but I love it because what we're talking about is here. It's just not distributed as widely as you know it will be in the future. You know, so what you what you described about the car, it's here to some degree, yeah. but it's it's the genie's out of the bottle now. So
1: it's like with Tesla. When you buy a Tesla, you buy the car, and then if you want to. To get improvements, you pay more and you get them, and then you can up, up, upgrade the car. So, I've, I've known people who bought a Tesla, bought a, a bare model, and because of that, the, the, they're paying SVRT, and, and then a while later, they want to do an upgrading and, and get the software doing that. And doing that, you can get around the VRT way of doing it. But there's, there's cars like that, you're going to buy the car. And every year, it's like you get your phone, you get an update for your phone. And the update <coughs> was like, if you get out, like an Apple phone or an Android phone, Every update of, of your iOS or Android, is it changes how the phone works. you got the same body, but it changes yeah. how you think. So things. And with the car, the exact same thing. You buy the car. Suddenly, your car will be more night rider and, yeah. and, uh, and less uh, a car with just driving aids. It helps you.
2: The, um, I, I don't own a Tesla, but yeah. I know some people that do. What I love about it is the app that you yeah. have on your phone for yeah. how you manage your car. It's, a, it's <laughs> incredible. And like I said earlier, it's an IOT platform, so a lot of the data stays in the car, but you still have access to it. And others will go up to a 5G pipe, you know. It'll be all the information and streaming. But I'm talking to General Motors. Uh, you no, know, I know a lot of the guys there from 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 history. You know, yeah. they used to work at me. In it. So General Motors, as you know, sold Opel.
1: Yeah.
2: And you know to Peugeot, and they're kind of not in Europe at the moment. But they have a great strategy. Their their CEOs building a team that's going to be all about launching electric electric vehicles and thinking about how to evolve their IT platform. And uh, it's so what? So their plans. There's a traditional Detroit company that's famous for selling their trucks and SUVs and super brand, but they already have a plan in a direction that's about IT and data transfer. And electric vehicles, you know. So you, you're going to see that big. Yeah. Um, I say everybody, if you know, if they're doing that, and you know, kind of, that's what you need to do is to survive. And every company's going to have to pivot.
1: Well, same with Volvo. Volvo recently set up a new company called Polestar. that are electric only. That's right. Yeah. And when they did that, think of Volvo. I find really great is that when they were taken over by Geely, the Chinese normally taken over. You're you're basically told to follow their rules. Geely said to Volvo. No, do what you do best. We're buying you because you're a reliable brand safe car. Do what you do best. Then Volvo said, feature is electric and hybrid. We want to get more electric. So can we do a luxury brand based on it? It's like when Toyota launched Lexus. Can we do <coughs> that kind of brand and make us more luxurious than before and do that? And then the technology was seeped down into our own Volvo car. So one day, when Volvo is all electric, we'll have two brands. We'll have Volvo, which is mainstream luxury, and uh, we'll have the uh, Pulsar high in luxury. And I kind of like yeah, that. No. And more people are going to be doing that.
2: It's a great story, isn't it? And that was mature and clever. And, you know, Volvo's <laughs> kind of doing very well as a result.
1: You know, my parents were in their Ford Volvo car at the moment. And with uh, them, the, the cars have been safe, reliable. And the fact that, that I'm looking at that, I wasn't concerned about by change because I knew Geely left them to your advice, whereas in the past... When they would forward, Ford would tell them, "You got to build the car using a, a certain car body we already have, platform we already have." So, based on the Ford Focus of that, Geely go now, do what you do best. We don't, we'll give them the new ones. We'll leave you to be autonomously run because we know that's best to do. And you can see more and more happening with the, with companies now with the cloud. They're going to use the cloud more to do things separately.
2: It's amazing, isn't it, that you know we can just pick one industry. Yeah like the automotive, and you can go so deep on the level of change that's happening. Yeah. And we probably do the same across other verticals like Pharma, the vaccine, the speed the vaccine came out at has a lot to do with big data analytics yeah. and the speed that they can process that. You know, but pick an industry, we could have the same conversation almost, couldn't we?
1: Yeah, earlier you talked about the Tesla. I remember I saw an episode of the Grand Tour and they were showing off the Tesla SUV and they had Gold wing doors and at the time when we were doing this, Jeremy Clarkson was saying that years ago he reviewed a Tesla on Top Gear. And because of the reviews he gave it, they didn't like him very much. So he had his, he had <coughs> his Tesla and he was driving the SUV with three lawyers in the back, in, in the car. And lawyers were telling him what he kind can of can't do. So he said, okay, so he got out of the car and said, I- I'm going to show you how this car works. So he used the app to drive the Tesla into a car space, surrounded by two cars. The doors couldn't open, The lawyers were captain. That's how I think of lawyers keep them keep in there, can't get out. And he walked <laughs> away. And I just love the way that he said, this is what the app does. <laughs> that's hilarious. And i think thinking that, like it's a right now, more than different apps and everything else, you're going to see a lot of people are going to be using their phone as a, a, as a key to, to use an app. So oh, yeah. Years ago, when you had a house key, it's now this.
2: Yeah. I Actually, in the hybrid I have, uh, you can buy a separate key that's like a uh, it looks like a phone. Yeah, and you can manage like you can. It because it's a plug-in hybrid. You you can manage if it's outside your house and connected to your network, your Wi-Fi. You can sort of put the heating on in the car before you drive off in the morning, yeah. and all a bunch of other features. It's like, but have you seen the the Apple concept car? Uh huh. Yeah, I mean Apple. In the car business, I mean, <laughs> well, you know, I know it's only conceptual all that, but it's just, it's just fascinating.
1: Could you think Apple in the phone business or Apple in the in the, uh, in, the in the watch business? I mean, the biggest selling watch at the moment in the world is Apple. Really? They're selling. No. They're selling a lot more than Swiss companies combined. So they're right near the biggest selling watch brand. But you wouldn't know that they got into it five I, years no. ago because they decided to get into the health sector which is why they've done well, because of that. they're thinking, well, how do we keep our customers yeah. healthy? And also, it's a way of getting you into their ecosystem.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: And the same with, with phones. If you said to me 12 years ago, 14 years ago, Apple was was going to be one of the world's largest phone manufacturers. And in the past quarter, they did $120 plus billion in sales. Most of that was iPhone 12. And they're doing a lot of that. You've seen that. Apple are doing so much... And the thing is, years ago, I was heard Apple were going to develop uh, a, a, a TV. And yeah. everyone was saying they were going to build their own TV, but actually they didn't do it. They built the platform, which was a box and also an app. Yeah. Which is great. It's fantastic,
2: isn't it? And, you know, when you think about what you've just said, the iPhone was only launched when? 2007? Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, what the story you've just told happened in the last decade. Yeah. And you just think that speed is actually phenomenal. Um, and what,
1: what scares me is that you look at someone like a, like, like, like a BlackBerry, who was lead market in that, in that kind of uh, smartphones. If BlackBerry had pivoted and sold Apple out others their technology, they'd still, be, yeah. they'd still be high-end, because Apple would have bought that technology, and a corporate oh, might even bought them themselves, bought BlackBerry, and used that. Because without Apple yeah. were developing that, they used the uh, guys did Palm West. They were the guys that helped develop... The uh, iphone yeah so uh, i guess uh on that note we've we read in because you know you've got more things to do Well, thanks for that thanks. great conversation it was a great to hear how cloud and uh, is is uh, getting more, is used a lot more in a positive way and how you guys are doing a lot with it as well
2: it was a great conversation yeah. ronan and uh thanks very much best of luck uh yeah. when we get through this Yeah. uh, Thanks for bringing good news stories where
1: we need them. Yeah. Thanks, James. Uh, Have a great day, and talk to you real soon. Cheers. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye.
0: Bye. And now, a word from our sponsor, Agorapulse. We know how hard it is to juggle all the things in your business. Accounts, meetings, the never-ending inbox. That's why we've teamed up with Agorapulse to give you more than five hours back a week when it comes to managing your social media marketing. No complicated Excel docs, long emails, or millions of open tabs. Simply manage all your social media channels in one place. Go to www.agorapulse.com forward slash Irish Tech News to get one month free. Now all you have to do is figure out how you want to spend those spare five hours. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore Tech News on Facebook